Welcome to season two of Shine Time Radio, a maybe monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for the dreamers, schemers, and magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. This month's episode is brought to you by uh, an offering I'm really, really proud to share called Your Year Ahead Tarot and Coaching Reading. It is a very in-depth, juicy, supportive reading that will connect you to your year ahead for 2021. It will share with you how you can work with the Hierophant energy of 2021 Uh, how you can engage with your birth year and your own personal year card for the year ahead, as well as an invitation for each month of the year. There are nine available spots open, um, which will become open, I should say, at the end of this month for the newsletter crew. Um, They get first dibs um, on October 31st. If you are interested in having a little bit of a head start at grabbing a space of one of the nine spaces, you can head over to shinetimecoaching.com and join our newsletter crew. Uh, the rest of the spaces will be available for offer on November 3rd. It is something I'm very proud to offer because I know how supportive and wonderful and connected Uh, year ahead readings can be and I would love to be a part of that for you and yes so keep your eyes open there will be information coming um, for the newsletter crew as I said on October 31st Um, there will be information and um, on the website which you can keep a lookout for and as well uh, over on the the socials I should say the Instagram and Facebook um, which you can find at shinetime underscore coaching Hi everybody, welcome to October's episode of the podcast. Um, Yeah, October. Anyone else feeling October? (laughs) It's a big, heavy, uh, I feel anyways for me, it's been quite a big, heavy um, month full of a lot of invitations and work um, and healing, I suppose, which, you know, these things are great. (laughs) But they're pretty um, heavy and their work as well. So yeah, today I want to talk through change and choice with you um, in this episode uh, because that very much is seems to be the theme of the month and it's only halfway through the month and we've got a lot of other opportunities coming up to um, engage with this work and the energy that's coming up. I think and maybe this is very much for me. I'm very connected to this time of the year. There's something about autumn for me. Um, a lot of my big life stuff happens in the autumn time. Um, there's something about the changing of the leaves and the dropping of the leaves here in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and the reminder about shedding and letting go and change and cycle of life and all those good things. Um, so it does bring up a lot of, for me, review and um, observations around where I'm at and where I kind of want to go and what change is available for me and what choices I have. 
Um, and I think right now in particular, it can feel really tricky because we're in a lot. So we're being surrounded by a lot of real huge world stuff, which is affecting so many people very personally um, with the pandemic, with a lot of social justice issues coming up and coming to the forefront and lights being shone on um, so many things that aren't working and like deep rooted things, especially like systemic things that we, for many of us have the privilege of just assuming we're normal and, and part of life and now realizing they don't suit everybody. They're not for everybody. And maybe there's a better way and a different way to do things. So change can feel very scary and like, it's the unknown, it's the uncertainty. Um, and so we're, we're already sitting in this place where we're maybe being forced to change and to understand things we didn't understand before, which is not a bad thing, but it can feel very, um, something that's outside of our control, which is hard. But also we're realizing that our own day-to-day choices and how we want to live our lives and how we want to allow others to live their lives can and need to maybe change as well. Um, and that we have choice in that. It doesn't always feel like it, um, but we do. And so today I want to take it out of the sort of global context and talk about our own personal opportunities for change, what that looks like and feels like, and also our own personal opportunities of choice, because you can't change without choice. <laughs> They're kind of a, um, they go hand in hand. They're pals. Um, and we, it's because we have the choice to change what we, some of the things we would like to change all the time. And one of the posts I put out this week was about how change is not a one-shot deal. In my experience, very few times have I changed or made a change in just a one. There's always the first choice. There's always that first decision to start going down that route, but it's never been a whole like click, you know, light bulb. That's it. That's me changed. Um, it's not a one-shot deal. <laughs> For me, change is very much like a dipped toe, a retreat and regroup, a try again, um, learning and growing, making so many wrong turns and choices, um, finding a path that works and realizing that's mine and showing up <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, and it's often two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. Sometimes it's two steps forwards and two steps forward and three steps back. <laughs> Change is work and it's um, things that we choose every day, every day. So another thing that I've learned in my life is that we don't have to understand everything. We don't have to know it all completely to start making meaningful to choose to make meaningful changes right now because I think if you're anything like me one of the problems is what um that term analysis paralysis <laughs> where I'm a researcher 
by nature. I like to read and learn. And then I also have an element of work to do around assuming that other people are are better experts than I am of my own life, which is a big bit of work. And guess what? Next year in the Hierophant year, um, next year is 2021. So two and two and one is five and five is the Hierophant. And yeah, good luck, everybody. (laughs) A Hierophant is all about coming back to yourself, coming home to yourself and realizing how much more of an expert you are in your own life and what's good for you than anybody else can ever be. Um, And not to say that we're closed off from learning and closed off. We're absolutely not. We're open to learning and receiving. We're also open to examining, um, reflecting and adopting things as ourselves and for ourselves that if it works or doesn't work or tweaking things, so they do work for us. So yeah, we're we're kind of in the build up to this year ahead that the emperors really started for us, which is about taking our space up, which is about, you know, putting down roots and growing up into our own space and realizing that I can choose for myself and I can take up my own space and it doesn't impact, it doesn't have to impact anybody else's own growth that my own journey with my growth and my ability to um trust myself and to know that what I'm doing is that I'm able that I'm capable and to know what I'm doing and offering is good doesn't take away from anybody else's ability to do that so I'm not dulling my shine anymore to allow someone else to shine it doesn't work that way that's not the way things work right and it took it's a hello 43 it's taken a while to get to that place but the work in the higher in the emperor year is really helping us to see that and then within our own space what do we already have within us that is going to allow us to um, expand without assuming someone else knows better has better is better what do we already have? Like we are the experts of our own lives here. Nobody, even our most cherished and loved people, um, they can have wonderful perspective, which we often need, but they can't know what is best for us deep down. They can't know all our little bits of ourselves deep down. Only we can do that. And often we don't even know. We don't even know those bits. So the emperor is helping us with that connection and taking up our space and deciding what's good for us and not good for us and how we want to show up in the world. And the higher friend is very much becoming that personal expert. And yeah, so choosing for ourselves and making changes for ourselves and understanding that we actually have so much of the knowledge and the insight and the answers that we are seeking outside of ourselves. We already have that, so much of that inside. And that's what change is. Change is about, like life has changed, right? It's like it's how the world works. Nothing stays the same forever. It's cyclical. It's it's um, spiralic. It's, you know, like the life, death, life, rebirth cycle. There's just, it's not static. Life is not static. Um Life is really like, it's change. It's about opportunity and hope and possibility. And yeah, it can also be really big and hard and scary, especially with a lot of the external things that are happening. But in terms of talking about our internal opportunities for change, there is an element where we have to stop reading (laughs) and researching and choose 
and decide what it is we want for ourselves and realize, actually, I do know, I do know what's best for me right now in this moment at this time with the resources I have, with the support I have, with the um, understanding and knowledge that I have. We don't need to have it all figured out. We don't need to know it all before we can start taking some steps. We can just check in and decide right now, what do I want to choose? What am I choosing for me? What's the next best step for me in this moment right now and that I can choose and I can take that one step and then I can look and see, okay, I've taken that one step. Here are some possibilities after that. What's next? What's the next highest and best thing I can choose? We are allowed to change our minds. That's part of life as well, because we often learn as we go. And when we learn as we go, we are going to probably change tact, change path, change direction, pivot, all that kind of good stuff. That's normal. That's part of change. (laughs) We can do that. We can choose one thing and then assess from there. If it's not working, we can come back and choose a different thing. We always have choice. And that's why choice and change are so important to talk about together. So Let's start with choice. Well, let's start. We've already started. Let's go with choice then, shall we? (laughs) It is right now, especially the way things are, it can feel like we don't have a lot of choice, especially with further um, restrictions with things, especially when we're trying to be considerate, trying to keep ourselves safe, but also aware that we are making choices that keep other people safe Um, And that we are choosing, we can choose to listen, who we listen to, and we can choose how we want to um, respect others and what's going on and what we have the capacity to do, how we have the capacity to do that. There's a lot of things we don't have choice over. Like we can't choose the inequalities we face and the varying degrees of inequality that we face. We can't choose some of the people that are in our lives. I mean, I guess we could, but there's some ways that we can't. Um, We can't choose how we have our most basic needs met. We can't choose whether we work or not. Of course, that needs to be done. We can't choose whether, um, you know, where we necessarily live because that's some things are right now what we need to be in to be have our needs met to survive to, you know, there's just so many things. These are very real influences. We can't choose um, the discrimination and, and you know, injustice that maybe some of us more than others are dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Um, but there are, within our day-to-day lives, choices that we can make. Um, and that's that whole control thing, what we can control, what we can't. And, it, and the choices aren't easy. Um, and for some of us, these choices are harder than for others, depending on the level of support an opportunity and um, privilege that we have. But we do have choice. Um, We can choose how we engage with ourselves because I don't want to diminish this. I don't want to diminish the real, very real impact that these um, external systemic injustices have and play on people's lives. Like they're massive, massive. However, I do want to give people an opportunity to reflect on the choices that they could be considering and making through their days, you know, their day-to-day life and how um, they can show up for themselves. And Lindsay Mack, I was reading, um, she's 
probably the main teacher I, I engage with for tarot. She's absolutely incredible. Um, she was talking today about how some people view our healing work as privilege and our soul work, engaging with our, ourselves and healing ourselves as soul, as privilege. And she made the point that it's not, it's baseline. Our, how we engage with our healing ourselves, how we speak to ourselves, how we are healing, how we are, um, because it's not just about us. When we heal our own stuff, we're not only healing for ourselves, we're healing for the people around us, but we're healing for our, our ancestors as well, who never maybe had the opportunity to engage with that kind of work in that kind of way, in that kind of connection with themselves, in that kind of... They didn't have the opportunities necessarily. So we have this opportunity now to kind of end hereditary wounding, so to speak, no big deal. <laughs> and we have the opportunity to heal what a lot of our ancestors couldn't heal. So there's a lot of talk right now about being a good ancestor um, and how we, what wounding we're stopping, what injuries to our lineage we're stopping and how, what we're healing so that it doesn't pass on with us, but also that allows some deep healing for those that came before us or even those that are still alive, but just can't access that. So yeah, like it's a big deal, <laughs> but it's not selfish to be making these daily choices for ourselves around our healing and our soul work. And I think a lot of people feel that, that it's a privilege. And, and of course it is a privilege, but it's not privileged and it's not, um, yeah, it's not, selfish it's not indulgent to do these things it is baseline necessary so if you're needing that permission <laughs> there you go Lindsay Mack says and it's absolutely true when I read that it just sort of my oh, the light went on in my head about yeah I had this hangover of feeling guilty and selfish about the work that I'm doing to heal myself and what <laughs> what so no no more um so the choices we do have on a day-to-day -day basis are we can choose how we engage with ourselves. We can choose how we speak to ourselves. Um, we can choose how we listen to our intuition, to the voice that is trying to, you know, be heard, to the inner child that wants to be heard, to the, you know, our ancestors who want to be heard, to how do we listen to what's being said? How are we not listening <laughs> or we may be numbing ourselves a bit with things I definitely do it distraction and numbing is a huge part of something that I'm working through for sure um oh my laundry's done isn't that exciting that was good timing Jenny well done <laughs> that's gonna beat for a while um but yes we can choose to give ourselves more of what we need and that is not selfish and I'm talking like we're talking as Lindsay Max says the baseline of what we need what do we need to survive? What do we need to thrive? What do we need to grow? Um, we can choose to rest and pause and hold back until things are more clear. We don't have to react and engage all the time. Uh, the rest can be small rest. It can be big rest. Depends on how you are, what kind of energy you need and what kind of um, capacity you're at. We can choose how we respond to other people in situations. <laughs> Often easier said than done. We can choose the pace that works best for us. We can choose what we read and who we learn from. 
We can choose the boundaries that support us best. We can choose to advocate for ourselves, our loved ones, and our communities. Absolutely. We can choose to take one step at a time to pause and consider and then take the next best step. That's all about that change, isn't it? Is that small, small choices we make every day that lead to big change. We can choose to put our trust in our own wisdom and guidance just a little bit more. Um, We can choose to take up our own space all the way up to the edges. And that doesn't take away from other people's space. Lindsay Mack again uses the analogy of the mountains and, you know, the great trees, uh, redwood trees. They don't, their existence doesn't take away from the other environment around them. It doesn't take away, you know, we can fill that space up. And there's a difference between filling our own space up and taking up space in an, in a, an arena and a space that shouldn't we shouldn't be taking up, like, you know, speaking up um, on topics that maybe aren't our lane to be speaking up on. That's different. I'm talking about your own space. We can choose. To, <laughs> I love this. We can choose to dance in our pants or naked for two minutes in the morning just to remind ourselves that we belong to ourselves. Whatever you do that reminds you that you belong to yourself, those choices that you make every day. We can choose to cry and laugh and scream it out if we need to. We can choose to find the little joys in life right now because actually those little joys really are the big joys in life. We can choose to believe in the magic of the everyday, which I choose and choose and choose every morning. Um, And we can choose to believe that there's more and that there's better and that we can be part of it. And that those are choices and those are choices we have the access to out with, out with what's going on for us externally. Um, and we can choose ourselves, you know, like in, in this, all of this, we're choosing ourselves and a reminder that is not a selfish thing to be doing. It is very much an empowerment thing. It's very much a, um, This is our time. This is our time to experience our lives on this earth right now, the way it is. And we can choose how we walk ourselves through it, I suppose. So those choices, see those choices when you're accessing those things, holy moly, do they ever add up to massive change. If you're accessing healing and you're accessing a connection to your intuition and you're accessing the language you use and how you speak to yourself when you're accessing honoring the pace that you work best at when you access you know things like what do I need well I need time outside right now I need quiet time I need a hug I need support I need um, to rest I need to push when you access those things that are truly for you and you're choosing those things for you completely for you. That's where change happens. And I'll say one more thing about change because it is really important that what you are choosing has to be changes you actually want, not just change you think that you should be making. So what will support you better? What will What will positively impact your life? What will positively influence your day-to-day? What changes do you want to make that are actually changes you want to make? (laughs) Not just because 
you're being told from an outside external system that you should be a certain way or look a certain way or whatever. What is it that you actually want? What changes do you want to make? Do you want more energy? Do you want more? Um, do you want to be more open to things? Do you want more magic and joy? Do you want more? Like, what do you want more of? What do you want less of? <laughs> like, go for it. Uh, there is going to be a task on the Instagram today, uh, not today, excuse me, next, oh, Thursday. And it's a free writing task. And you write at the top of your page, I choose, and you just start writing. What do you choose for yourself? What do you want to choose for yourself? How do you want to exist? How do you want to move forward? And free writing means that you do not edit, you do not consider for too long you just write and write and write and write and the stuff and I I swear (laughs) the stuff that comes out of free writing if you truly let yourself go is pretty um can be pretty intense and um stuff can come out that you maybe weren't even or hadn't let yourself consider it's unbelievable the things that can come up for you in those free writing tasks so I highly recommend it even if it feels a bit strange and a bit cringy Um, I'll be doing it on Thursday and I would love if you would join me um, or do your own at any point that suits you, obviously. Once you've got your big list of things that you're choosing for you that you would like to choose for you, you need to start doing the work around why, if, if things, well, I can't have that or that's silly. Start questioning those thoughts. Why? Why is that silly? Start questioning the things that stop you from knowing that you are worthy of that, those choices and worthy of those change, question them. Whose voice is that that says you can't, that you shouldn't, and that's silly. Um, And pick one, pick one and run with it. Why not? (laughs) And see how you get on with it. But you know, I'm here for all this, because it's just so my thing. Um, I absolutely love it. I'm so beyond grateful for the space and the the people that engage and um, Yeah, I absolutely love it. And there's still that challenge going on for those of you who are doing the tarot challenge or who noticed it. It doesn't have to be people who do use tarot, but if you didn't get a chance to engage with it, feel free to save the post and use it for any month of the year. It doesn't have to be October. Use it for January, use it for March, whatever. Um, I'll probably do a challenge like that once or twice a year. Um, You'll notice it's over on Instagram and Facebook. It's probably easier to find it on Instagram, uh, to be fair. And it is my the October month of tarot questions. Um, They're also really good. I've got someone who's doing it who doesn't use tarot. And she's reflecting on the questions each day and finding it really, really supportive. So don't feel like it's just a tarot thing. This space is for both. Tarot definitely enhances. Um the healing and the work that's going on certainly does for me, but that's my job as well as a coach is that I can access the tarot to support you with your work and your, your healing. That's, that's what my job as a tarot reader and coach is. So don't feel that you have to be tarot inclined (laughs) to um, access this healing. It's here. It's here for everybody. So yes. Well, that's us for today. Um, I hope that you are having uh, an October that is somehow supportive, that you're engaging with things that you need to engage with or, or, you know, that are helping you with your healing along the way. 
Um, if you are really curious about the spaces coming up for that um, tarot offering, tarot and coaching offering, uh, I will be, as I mentioned, talking a lot more about it on Instagram. But you would, if you are part of the newsletter crew, you can join us there. You get first dibs at one of the nine spaces. So I highly recommend being on that list first because you'll have access to the portal first. Um, and then it will be opening up to more people. It is something I'm really, really excited to share. And I think it's going to be a really wonderful um supportive and quite intensive but good <laughs> thing for you know offering for those who are able to to grab a space mm, there might be a chance for a wait list I might be doing I might do a few more in January if if the nine spaces go quickly and there's a real um people are being really pulled to access it, then I might have a few more spaces in January. So there, there might be that as well. <laughs> but I absolutely um, am really proud to share it. And I hope that those of you who feel inclined are able to grab a space. And I'd be absolutely delighted to uh, support you in your hierophant year. Ha <laughs> It's going to be something else. All right, my lovelies, have a lovely rest of October. Don't forget about the second full moon on, on the 31st, also Samhain and um, Halloween. <laughs> so could be a really, really potent and lovely and um, important day on the Saturday, the 31st. So keep that just in mind um, if you're thinking of doing anything that's ritualistic or... Uh, yeah, anything along those lines, I'll probably be doing a little something, something and definitely engaging with um, my family and and being really um, connected. I think that's, yeah, that's going to go how I want to, I mean, to go on that kind of thing. Take care of yourselves, my loves. Thanks for listening. If you would like to learn more about me and my work, you can head over to the website www.shinetimecoaching.com and you can follow me over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean an awful lot to this coach if you would consider leaving a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. It really helps the visibility of the work we are doing together and it allows others to find us. I hope your month is full of what you want and need. Big hugs and love from me to you. Thank you.